Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode we work with a lot of credible business owners and people that have digital products and we sell their bigger packages from three thousand to fifty thousand dollars which are like the masterminds and mentorship programs and we only work with inbound leads. The thing with sales in general is it could be anything. It could be door-to-door sales. It could be traditional sales. It could be uh, insurance sales, solar sales. The thing with high ticket sales and remote high ticket sales is that you could do this anywhere in the world. You don't need to clock into an office. You don't need to clock into a cubicle that you hate going to. All you have to do is pick up the calls that are coming in from the traffic from the business owner that they're spending thousands of dollars on marketing. Right. And they work off of your schedule. So in New York, Alexis took some calls. Uh, when I went to Funnel Hacking Live, although she did take some of my calls, I still closed a $6,000 deal while Boom. I was over there. Right. So I could do this literally anywhere in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Marvin Francois Show, your number one source for all things business, finance, and investing. And today huh, is a very special day because for the first time in TMFS history, You know, we've had one person on here. We've even had two people on here, but never, ever, ever have we ever had a couple on here that's going to come on and give you all the game on top of game on top of game on top of on every and all things high ticket sales. I'm extremely excited to get into it, but y'all already know the drill before we do that. Take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now to just go ahead, slap the like button and show this episode some love. But without further ado, I bring to y'all the owners and founders of Closes List. Patrick Kim and Alexis Mai. How y'all doing? Doing good. Appreciate you having us. It was us. good to be here. Appreciate y'all coming on, man. This is uh, this is great. How's everything, man? How was the trip to New York? It's been good. Uh, we've been here for a couple days. We went sightseeing. We walked around. Uh, had a lot of food. A lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of food. Um, but it's been it's been pretty well. Got you. Got you. Got you. And Alexis, same for you. Yeah. Um, everything's good. I just found out there's pollen here in New York. So. <laughs> trying to get through with it <laughs> there you go there you go well either way i'm extremely excited to have you guys on here you know i always try and provide the audience as much value as possible i have people come on here and talk about credit i have people come on here and talk about real estate mm. trucking you know crypto stocks all these different things but the name of the game is sales and i'd be remiss if i didn't have y'all come on here and give the game on top of game gems on top of the gems about any and all things high ticket sales but before mm. we do that for those who aren't familiar let's get them familiar take a second and take a minute to let them know who you guys are where you're from, what you do, and how you got your start. Yeah, so my name is Patrick Kim uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I got into high ticket so high ticket sales a year ago. Uh, I've done over a million dollars selling digital products uh, that I never created or marketed to. I just worked with a lot of credible business owners and sold their programs for them. Yeah, my name is Alexis Mai. I am also 23 years old from Atlanta, Georgia. I started high ticket sales in September of 2022. And now with it being April of 2023, I have surpassed a million dollars in sales. Mm. 
I'm starting to sweat already, ladies. And gentlemen. <laughs> this is good. So, so this is interesting because, like I said, I've had a lot of people come on here. This is my first time on the show having a couple. So, mm. I mean, let's let's just address the elephant in the room. How did first and foremost, how did the both of you guys meet? Yeah, so <laughs> we met online. Okay, um, we've been together for eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So goodness gracious. Okay, so a third of our lives. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Okay, met online, and then from there, I kept on shooting my shot mm. until. You know, the follow-up was the money. Got you. <laughs> and then ultimately, we, you know, he's rocking out, and now, now we're here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, so from there, you guys met. What exactly was the both of your introduction to entrepreneurship? Was it more or less the same, right? Obviously, you know, getting together eight years from now, or did you have your own individual paths, you know, within entrepreneurship that came together? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so for me, it was it started off individual. Um, I started when I was in middle school. Mm. How it first started was selling shoes. Uh, I used to resell shoes. I really stopped like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing it for over 10 years. And then that's really how I got into the space. Um, my uncle brought in, he brought me some shoes and I wore them for a little bit and then realized I needed some money, put them on Facebook and it was a gift, but right. you know, I had to make some money. Um, and from there, it was just like, wow, people buy used shoes. Right. And then just kept on scaling from there and then, you know, started camping out at different stores, boutiques, mm. uh, throughout high school days, college. And just um, from there, really just I came out with a program mm-hmm. for reselling. And that's really how my entrepreneurship journey started back in middle school. Got you. And was it the same for you or? So mine was a little different. I got introduced to like MLM by okay. my cousin. Got you. And she's someone that I look up to still to this day. And so everything she did, I was like, I want to do it too. Um, so I got into MLM and I led a team of over 150 people. Mm. And then I realized I didn't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so okay. then I went and I tried like two other business ventures that also failed until I came to high ticket sales. Got you. And for those who don't know, MLM is multi-level marketing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right? so network marketing. Got you, yeah. got you, got you. Let it team 100. He was like, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> Went in a different direction, then ultimately you got into sales. So mm-hmm. that now you know brings us here, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that because of all the different lanes of entrepreneurship, you coming from you know buying and reselling sneakers, you coming from MLM, you guys could have did real estate, you could have did e-com, you could have did credit, crypto, all these different things. Why high ticket sales? So funny story. We actually did all three of those. Did you really? We tried everything. (laughs) Everything. We did. And I think I do have to applaud us for like our grit for for continuously trying, even though things were failing for us. So right after I stopped network marketing, I went into clothing brands and Mm. I launched my own clothing brand. I did good in during like my launch. But from there, I didn't know where to go. I also didn't like that work. I really just liked creating the content for it. But I knew like, hey, if I don't try this, I'm always going to wonder. Mm. So I tried it. I failed. I didn't like it. And I moved on. And then I got into real estate. Mm. So I actually used to wholesale real estate, Mm. um, which brought me a good amount of money, but I also just didn't like that game either. Uh, so with real estate wholesale, what you're doing is, you know, you're buying distressed properties or you're putting distressed properties under contract, flipping it to a hedge fund buyer. And yeah, that game just wasn't for me either. It's a lot of work. People mm-hmm. make it sound so simple. It is not simple at, mm-hmm. all. at all. And while I was actually wholesaling, I was also selling high ticket products on the side. Okay. And it wasn't until my high ticket sales was 
overpowering my wholesaling sales. So that's whenever I realized, wow, this takes me way less time, way less effort, and mm -hmm. I'm way, making way more money. So that's whenever I made the switch over to high ticket sales. And what about yourself? Yeah, so I got into reselling. Um, I tried trading stock options. It did pretty well, but okay. that was when Wall Street Bets was coming out, so I was just following got AMC, you. all yeah. that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I tried wholesaling. I tried MLM as mm -hmm. well. Um, it was just a bunch of things out. I just kept on going after mm -hmm. just because I was, I just kept on seeing the results from other people. Mm -hmm. And in my circle, like just growing up, everyone around me is an entrepreneur, but they all do different things. Right. So I got distracted on what was doing well for them and just wanted to give my 25% energy into every single thing when really what what I just found out is just when you just focus on one thing it could lead you to your six seven figures Facts. and that's what changed the game for me so I think you know when I came into high ticket sales a year ago it was hey let me just block out everything block out all the noise block out all the distractions and let me just focus on sales right mm -hmm. because it's the one necessary skill that everyone needs to learn In fact, mm -hmm. you were about to say something. yeah i will say though um i don't regret you know all those different ventures yeah. that we went on mm -hmm. because i would rather you know go through it to know what it takes and right. know mm -hmm. i don't like it right so you know if if people are jumping from thing to thing and you're feeling self-conscious about it, don't worry because I was that person too. Right. And I would give my all into all these different business adventures mm -hmm. and then I would fail and then start a new one. And I was so worried about what other people would think of me. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. I'm happy. I know I did what I needed to do in order to come to my destination today, which is high ticket sales. Got you. So now that now leads to another question, right? Because, you know, like you guys said, a lot of bouncing around. MLM, sneaker reselling, wholesale and real estate. By the way, I tried it. Those bandit signs. Not a fun time. Um, you know, the list just goes on and on. But ultimately, you found high ticket sales and, you know, you guys hit the ground running. What was the introduction to high ticket sales? Was it a course? Was it a mentorship? Was it somebody that presented you both an opportunity? Was it, you know, a paid ad that you saw on Facebook? Mm -hmm. How'd you guys even find out about this space? Yeah, it was a presented opportunity from a close friend of mine, okay. uh, Will Rivera. Mm -hmm. Will changed lives on Instagram. I actually grew up with him since middle school. Okay. And we've he's always been driven and the entrepreneur in our friend group that like opened a lot of doors Got for us. And one thing that he was doing was spending so much money on marketing. And I started to notice it. Like he's gaining a lot of traction on Instagram, Twitter, mm -hmm. TikTok, YouTube, and he sells a program. So there's no way he's taking all these sales calls mm. and <laughs> okay. or talking to all of his DMS. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Hey, Will, we met up at the gym one morning, and I was like, yo, Will, like, who takes care of all this stuff for you? Like, how big is your team? Mm -hmm. And he's like, sometimes I just leave them on red, or I just have automation set up. But, like, you know, the automations will, like, many chat. Right. They don't always go through. Right. Uh, unless they put a keyword in. So I was like, you know what, imagine just having a live person uh, behind it. And, you know, I, I'm willing to do it for free just to get the experience or just to learn from you. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And then I started out appointment setting with him um, and DMs fly. When people have like hundreds of thousands of followers on any of their social media platforms, right. DMs coming like crazy. So every single day I was probably sending out like 300, 500 messages. Yeesh. Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious. And okay. then 
I was making like around five to eight thousand a month just from that alone, just booking calls or sending people to a free training. Okay. And and that was just texting. That's just texting. Yeah. So people thought I was Will on his Instagram. Okay. Um and then not only that, I was like, Will, I think I could do more. This doesn't show enough of my skills mm. because I like to talk to people. Right. So I was like, let me pick up the phone calls. Mm-hmm. Let's let's make an offer. Let's see what people are wanting and let's create a solution for that. And we came out with our first like high ticket offer and it was like five thousand dollars. Okay. And that was I closed that my first day out of like six leads and I was like, yo, we got something good, mm-hmm. but I just need to master it. Mm-hmm. And then over time we just kept on fine-tuning the the offer just hearing what people's needs and wants were and just like shaping the offer itself and then next thing you know we were doing million dollar months in this business listen <laughs> listen and i'm assuming essentially uh, obviously that was your introduction into you know the high ticket sales space was that yours as well like you also kind of came in through will or was it something separate so i kind of came in through patrick okay and will so i was working with will um, back in 2020, and I was actually doing his student interview calls. Mm-hmm. I still do them to this day. But so that's how I was already affiliated with Will and with Ecom Degree. And one day, Patrick and Will went on vacation. Mm-hmm. We didn't go to vacation. On vaca- we, they we went, went to Funnel Hacking Live. Yeah. Okay. They went to okay. They went to on a business trip. Right. They were at the club. <laughs> business trip. Anyways, <laughs> business trip. I know. Uh, but Patrick was like, "Hey, babe." I forgot to close my calendar. I have all these calls and I need you to take them. Mm -hmm. And I've worked an office job and I was like, Patrick, what do you freaking mean? Mm -hmm. And so I took his calls. I didn't even know what the product was really about. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of just winging it, like Googling things while being on these phone calls. Mm -hmm. And my first three days of high ticket sales, I did $30,000 in sales. I'm about to throw this mic. (laughs) (laughs) Say that again. Say that again one more time. Yeah. So my first three days in high ticket sales, I did $30,000 in sales Mm -hmm. selling a product I didn't even understand. Right. Yeah. Um, It was really just conversating with people getting people to trust me getting Mm -hmm. them to like me i was already a little credible because they've seen me on the student interviews so i had that in my pocket but other than that it was really just making conversation and Mm -hmm. getting them to say yes to whatever i said and 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 ever since then y'all have just hit the ground running yeah here you are now (laughs) what i love so much about that going back to patrick you know the biggest thing i take i i'm personally able to take away from that is take an initiative right mm-hmm. you got you didn't wait for will to come to you and be like yo i have a proposal for you yo, i have an opportunity for you mm-hmm. you took time in a space where you were probably trying to figure things out yep. you know trying to figure out different ways to make money add value to your life you had a close friend of yours that you saw was doing well but you knew could do better mm-hmm. you didn't allow that to make you jealous you could have you know been envious and been like why am i not in the position mm-hmm. that he's in you said no let me go ahead and step in add value to what he already has and in turn it's going to come back to me of course right so that's on your part and then on alexis's part you know like she said she was working an office job <laughs> you know you were you at you in orlando at funnel hacking live <laughs> right she could have very well been like hey you better get, get back here and take these calls she said no i'm gonna take do what i have to do but i'm also you know hold you down take mm-hmm. these calls as well and that in turn created opportunity for her as well to where now you guys are able to be where you are so mm-hmm. for me the big takeaway from that is you know once again number one taking initiative being open-minded and just being an action taker right yeah. and allowing you to get to this point and you know like you said now you guys have been able to grow in high ticket sales so let, let's talk a little can we talk can we talk high ticket sales is that all right with yeah, y'all yeah. i, w- I want to make sure is that i, I want to give the people the game is yeah, that all right with y'all let's, let's, let's dive in it. It. let's let's talk about it so for starters 
get before we even talk about high tech, let's just talk about sales in and of itself. Why is it important? If I'm listening or watching this episode right now, why is it important for me to learn about sales? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing about sales is everything that we have and everything that we buy or go to is sold to us. Mm. So whether you're someone that's going to you know, a dealership or anything like that, you're going to be sold something. Mm -hmm. If you go into a store, you're going to be sold something. So instead of being the consumer and always paying other people, you might as well get the money and learn the skill. Right. Right. Uh, It's almost as important as marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, When people have websites, you need traffic. And at the end of the day, you need sales to generate income. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say you could have the best product ever. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to market it, or if you don't know how to sell it, you're not going to see any sales. Right. So sales is really the foundation of any successful business. Right. How are you going to generate revenue if you don't have a strong sales background? Signing up with Takeoff Financial was really the best choice for me. It allowed me to take control of my life. I know that some people may think that that's really dramatic, but it's not. I feel like credit is really important and signing up with them allowed me to understand that. I just want to say thank you because I think that you guys have definitely allowed me to feel comfortable. You allowed me to feel liberated. You allowed me to feel that it's okay. It's okay not to have great credit, but it's not okay to stay in that situation. So thank you guys for embracing me and allowing me to have a new life. Head over to our website at takeoffinancial.com and let's get your credit score to the moon. So that now gives us some context as to you know what sales is but once again you guys aren't just in sales you're in high ticket sales Mm -hmm. right for some people that may make the air perk up and be like all right what's the difference between sales and high ticket sales what exactly is high ticket sales yeah so what high ticket sales is we work with a lot of credible business owners and people that have digital products and we sell their bigger packages from three thousand to fifty thousand dollars which are like the masterminds and mentorship programs and we only work with inbound leads the thing with sales in general is it could be anything. It could be door-to-door sales. It could be traditional sales. It could be uh, insurance sales, solar sales. The thing with high-ticket sales and remote high-ticket sales is that you could do this anywhere in the world. You don't need to clock into an office. You don't need to clock into a cubicle that you hate going to. All you have to do is pick up the calls that are coming in from the traffic from the business owner that they're spending thousands of dollars on marketing, right? and they work off of your schedule. So in New York, Alexis took some calls. Uh, when I went to Funnel Hacking Live, although she did take some of my calls, I still closed a six thousand dollar deal while Boom. I was over there. Right. So I could do this literally anywhere in the world. Got you. Okay, and you 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 said something because I want to make sure we I want to unpack this for everyone. What what exactly is inbound leads for mm-hmm. those who don't know what that is? Yeah. So instead of like let's say for example MLM, uh, it was a different way of sales. You had to create your own prospect list. You had mm-hmm. to figure out who is willing to buy this offer. Uh, inbound leads is when people come to you because they're already interested inside of what you guys are. Sh- I'll say, for example, Will, um, people are already interested in Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they book a call with his team, which is us, mm-hmm. and we sell them on what they need mm-hmm. and how it's going to solve their problems. So we don't spend any marketing as closers on our leads or list or anything like that. We just go off of who is interested, and it's usually even easier because we're not really selling we're just conversating like Mm -hmm. alexis said and the person who is bringing these leads in for those of you guys that are like okay where are these inbound leads even coming Mm -hmm. from it's the business owner so the business owner is spending all this money for paid traffic they're running ads on instagram snapchat tiktok whatever it is and people see their ads 
and that's whenever they come to book a call with us. Gotcha. Yeah. So Got- that's why we're not spending any money in marketing because it's all going to be handled on the business owner's end. Got you. So they they essentially do all the heavy lifting, and mm-hmm. you come in and seal the deal. You get the job done. Okay, okay, this is good. Now, obviously, you guys are in high ticket. I, is there such a thing as low ticket? Right? Like, yeah. And if so, like, what's the price point differential on that? Like, what's the difference between like a high ticket product service, whatever the case may be, versus low ticket? Yeah, I would consider low ticket anything a thousand dollars and below. Okay. Uh, so most most of the low ticket packages of what you see online would be like your eBooks. Uh, your bundles, um, let's say, your mini courses, your do-it-yourself programs, mm-hmm. anything considered high ticket, I would say is fifteen hundred or more, or a thousand or more. Uh, something where it's more accountability. It's something that actually costs money for the business owner to, you know, have some overhead to give them a better service. Gotcha. Um, and I would always say, like, if you're buying low ticket or if you're selling low ticket. You're gonna get a low quality customer. Mm-hmm. With high ticket, you get better customers, you get better results, you get better testimonials, and the customer that's buying it is happier because it's something that they actually wanted in the first place. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. So, once again, with you guys being in this high ticket space, I, I've gotten connected to a couple of different people. Y'all, y'all are essentially what what we would call closers am i right on that right. Right on? got you so for those for those who are watching talk to a little bit about what exactly that is what is a closer within this high ticket sales space how would you define that they was both ready to jump on it yeah they was both ready to jump on it it was like hey let's go yeah so a closer is just essentially a salesperson got you um they're the person that is coming in on the back end that is taking those calls and they're closing the prospect or the lead on whatever package best fits them yeah i mean it's it's really just another term for salesperson there's another term for salesperson yeah and then (laughs) how you get paid is going to be 10 percent to 30 percent of whatever you close so you get paid off of performance rather than any salary or anything like that mm-hmm. got you got you got mm-hmm. you got you and uh, first of all i never heard commission going up th- th- commission goes up 30 percent. you see it sometimes got it's, you. it's not as common that's like the range yeah but i would I just say, say most common is like 10, 10 15 10 15 yeah. 10 15 got you got you got you so essentially your job as a closer you come in and essentially you're almost like a middleman for the business owner the coach the whoever may be and their customer to close a deal Right. Mm-hmm. Get them to sale for whatever their product service mastermind mentorship is. You don't do nothing. You don't you don't run a Facebook ad. You don't make post a fa- content. You don't post content. You don't got to do meetings in the morning with mm-hmm. the operations team. You just come in. Hello. Close the deal. Good night. And that's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like this, ladies and gentlemen. I like <laughs> this. I like this. OK. Um, I know before I believe you said I think it was Alexis who said before you were uh, just doing appointment setting. Right. Or something along. The, oh, that was that was, that was pet. Yeah. So. Yep. I know that within the space as well, there's closer, closer versus what you were doing before with Setter. Is it is it one better than the other? Like I'm assuming with Setters, do they have commission as well? Or yeah. okay, how, so how does that work? So appointment Setters are people behind the phones that are just literally sending messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the people that book the calls for the closers. Got so you. it's like the entry level. Got you. How you get paid is three to five percent mm. off of okay. what you book and gets closed by the closer. Got you. Um, It allows you to do more volume. But in my opinion, if you have a voice and you're able to communicate and help other people, I always recommend remote closing because it's what took me from 
five to eight thousand a month with appointment setting to mm-hmm. thirty thousand a month in high ticket closing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were about to say something. Yeah, no, I was just going to say it's really just like an assembly line. Gotcha. So you have your marketer, which is your business owner that's doing all the marketing up here. And then right after that, you have your appointment setter. Your appointment setter is, like Pat said, responding to hundreds and hundreds of DMs. I think what's great about appointment setting, though, is that you still can make a good amount of money. I mean, who doesn't want five to $8,000 of extra? I take the actual five. <laughs> yeah, and all you're doing is twiddling your thumbs. It's what people do all day every anyway. Gotcha. So um, after appointment setters, then it's your closer. So I think it's just like, I don't wouldn't necessarily say a closer is better than an appointment setter Mm -hmm. uh, because both have the opportunity to make a lot of money. I really think it just depends on the person that's behind that position. And the way you can tell whether you are going to be a better setter or a better closer is just by knowing how you are. Do you like you know, verbally communicating or right. would you just rather twiddle your thumbs? Gotcha. And it's not even just about who you are, but also what fits in your schedule. If you're somebody that is constantly at work, maybe you don't have a lot of time to actually hop on the phone and engage in conversation, then start at appointment setting and work your way up. Um, but if not, you can also stay there and make $8,000 a month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now that not leads to another question I have because, right, you guys are doing very well in the space. What exactly made you want to now take time to teach others how they could essentially do what you do? Because you're, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're early twenties. You could have very well, hey man, listen, I'm making thirty k. I ain't telling nobody nothing. <laughs> I ain't telling nobody nothing. Y'all ain't gonna get in, get this information. What made you want to now go out and give this information to others so they could do what you guys do? Yeah. So I'll say, us being on this podcast and us just giving the game, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think just holding back the game is being selfish. Facts. My whole thing is that if it changed my life and made an impact to me, I want to be able to share it Fact. because I've been in situations where I needed help um, in different business ventures and I didn't have the right mentor for it. Right. So that's what we're here to do. We work with a lot of students right now and we hear crazy testimonials and we've we started closures list like in November. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been that long, but we have people that are leaving their jobs. Mm. We have people that are spending thousands of dollars on their honeymoons and mm-hmm. going crazy for, you know, it's crazy. Like we, we've been to different states and just met up with our students. And sometimes you just hear crazy testimonials and it's just a great feeling outside of the money. Cause you could make $30,000 a month, mm-hmm. but it's just money at the end of the day. It comes and goes. Right. But when you're able to make an impact to somebody else mm. and their life changes, then it just makes you want to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say, like like Pat said, it's really just about the purpose. You know, why? Like, we got into high ticket sales. Who else can we help? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is there's so many business owners out there. There's so many products that you can sell. And I think some people get it twisted. They come across, you know, a hidden gem, if you will. And they're like, oh, I'm going to keep this to myself. And fear of the marketplace becoming too saturated. Mm-hmm. But in high ticket sales, it cannot be overly saturated. Mm -hmm. There are people who are going to always be buying things and you need to be that producer to come in and close them. You will never exceed the amount of consumers that are within this market. So you might as well teach somebody else the game Mm. and not only just make income, but also make impact. Alexis, you're gonna make me throw this mic, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make me th- let's 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 get into it then, right? Let's. Get, I want to give everybody who's watching this episode the step by step blueprint on how they can become 
a remote close, a high ticket closer. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get let's ju- let's jump right into it. So first and foremost, if I'm here in this interview and I want to get started in the space, what's what's the first thing that I need to do to start get get started within this high ticket sales space? Yeah. So the first thing that you want to do is understand what do you want to do, right? And it might sound cliche, but whether that's becoming an appointment setter mm-hmm. or a high ticket closer. Gotcha. Um, I see that. Some people just can't be closers. They're mm-hmm. not the best at speaking. So I would say, hey, look, if you still want to make money in this space, be an appointment setter. Mm-hmm. We text all the time, right? The next thing you want to do is understand what business do you want to learn the most, mm-hmm. whether that's e-commerce, credit, um, wholesaling, Airbnb. And now you're not only working with a credible business owner, but now you get to learn the skill too because now you have access to these courses, these mm-hmm. masterminds and things like that, Right. After that, you want to find where the clients are Mm -hmm. because without a client, there's no way you can make money in this space. Mm -hmm. So where are the clients? Facebook groups. Facebook groups like ClickFunnels. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a hidden gem. Uh, Instagram. If you look up media agencies, different Mm -hmm. people that run ads, because if you find the people that run ads, it's going to show you all these different consultants, coaches within that niche. Or you could even search in the Instagram search bar that specific niche that you want to learn in that industry and put coach on the back of it and then schedule an interview and do outreach. Once you get a reply back, you get on the interview, like a normal interview, say what values you want to bring to the business, how you could help them. And then next thing you know, you're taking inbound calls. There you go. Okay. 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 So now (laughs) that now leads to my next question because, Mm -hmm. you know, you were talking about, of course, you know, finding clients and things like that based on you guys' experience, is there an ideal space that you want to look to to find clients? Because I believe, you know, like you said, you guys work with Will, Shasta Will, Rivera. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he's in the e-com space. Yep. But, you know, we have e-com, we have real estate, we have credit, crypto, so many different spaces within entrepreneurship. If I'm listening to this, is there ideal spaces that I should be looking to to where it's like, yo, if you really want to have great success as a closer, you should look for clients in this space? Or does it, it really doesn't matter all that much? Uh, I would say it depends, okay. right? Um, and you got to think about it as a business owner as well. Mm-hmm. So for me specifically, I wouldn't work too much in the credit space. Okay. And the reason why is because of the audience that you're selling to. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm in the credit space, so we're going here. Talk to me. Talk to me. Um, because they're not willing to spend a lot of money unless you get them funded. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, e-commerce is kind of different because people are just attracted to amazon they know what amazon is mm-hmm. um i would say go off of what's trending Got right it. or what you're really interested in learning mm-hmm. i know one big space right now is youtube youtube mm-hmm. automation mm-hmm. that's a great offer to sell mm-hmm. so i would say it just all depends i think the main thing is working with the right person mm-hmm. whether it's whatever they're selling but if they're actually posting valuable content and getting good results for people gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. you about to say something No, I was just going to say, like, yeah, go off of what you are interested in. Mm -hmm. And then also, if make it work. Right. Because whenever Patrick first came into Will's business, there wasn't even a high ticket product. Patrick made it up. Mm -hmm. Patrick and Will kind of made it up. (laughs) Um, And from there, it evolved. I think so many people get caught up in, oh, they're not a good business owner. Let me jump to the next. They're not a good business owner. Let me jump to the next. But it's like you're not even giving them the chance to really create something great Mm. and for you to become a part of what they're creating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you know, people just go from thing to thing trying to look for the perfect client, the perfect business, the perfect high ticket product to sell. 
And I hate to tell you, there is no perfect product for you to sell. You right. just have to learn how to make it work and how to work with your client. Got you. Got mm-hmm. you. Ooh, okay. This is getting good. This is getting good. All right. So now when it comes to, you know, going more into kind of searching around for clients and things like that, you know, like you guys said, it's not ne- it's not necessarily about finding somebody that's in a specific space, right? Yeah. If you got to find a way to make it work regardless mm-hmm. of. Have to. Right. But, you know, we're talking about high ticket sales. Right. We're talking about selling high, uh, you know, high level products. Ideally, are we looking for or leaning more towards people who have businesses that are already doing a certain amount of revenue on a month to month basis or no? Yes, because without any money that's generated into the company, there's no money that's being spent on paid ads. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So we're going off of leads. Right. I typically like to tell everyone that I talk to that wants to get into the space they have to be doing at least $50,000 a month. Mm, okay. Because it gives you enough leads. The business owner took their own sales call, so they know what the objections are. They know how to train you on the offer if you need that. But not only that, they know what their audience is like. Gotcha. Right? And then you guys work together and come up with more offers or better offers mm-hmm. and then fine-tune it from there. And I always tell people, like, make sure the sales process is clean. Make sure that you're not the first person that just got hired Mm -hmm. because next thing you know, you might be saving someone's business rather than scaling. And that's what high ticket sales does. It scales people's businesses. Gotcha. Yeah. And I will say um, the way that you find out how much they're generating and things like that is just simply on your interview. Mm -hmm. So whenever the client is interviewing you as the potential closer, it's also your job as a potential closer to interview the client so that you know exactly what's going on in their business before you are agreeing to something. Mm -hmm. And just asking them, you know, how much are you generating per month? And once they do tell you, oh, you know, 50,000, or if they even fall below 50,000, don't just cut things off there. Right. So ask them, you know, okay, I see that you're only making, you know, $30,000 a month. What marketing initiatives do you currently have in order to increase your amount of revenue? So by asking them how much that they are currently um, making and then also asking them what their marketing initiatives are, this will tell you whether or not they plan on growing their business. Mm -hmm. So a red flag answer would be, oh, I plan on making more money when when you come in as a closer. Right. Okay, we're not going to, no, we're not doing that. Uh, But if they do say, oh, yeah, we're going to be dumping more in ads, we're going to be dumping more in promo pages, podcasts, things like that, then that tells you, okay, this client is wanting to grow their business. This is a good space for me. Got you. Mm -hmm. That was a really good. Are there any other questions? I'm about to become a high ticket closer myself. <laughs> are there any other? Are there? Any, are there any? Because remember, you know, you know, a big part of finding clients is essentially you're pitching yourself as yeah. as a closer. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself was a really good question. Are there any other questions that you could give to the audience where it's like, hey, uh, you know, if you're reaching out to different coaches, consultants, things of that nature, you know, make sure you're asking these questions to know if this person maybe is or is not a good fit for you. Yeah, another question that I really like to ask is or tell people to ask is how much is your top producer generating per month. And this will tell you a couple of different things. So this will one, tell you if they have a sales team without straight up asking, do you have a sales team? So this also tells you how much their top salesperson, their top closer is doing. So Mm -hmm. that gives you a ballpark of how much you can be doing as well. Mm -hmm. And then that also tells you um, that they have a sales team. They have a process, you know, it's a proven system, it works. But obviously, if you are a good closer, you can be doing way more than what their top producer is bringing yep, come, in. So. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you about to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I would say I always like to ask clients in general just 
how many leads are they producing? Mm -hmm. Have you ever sold the offer before? Because we want to make sure that we're not just coming into the business or the students are going into the business and nothing works, mm -hmm. right? So I always ask too, knowing the different types of funnels. How do you run your business? Do you do a webinar offer? Do you do the challenges? Do you do VSLs? Which specific offer do you do? Or what's, a, what's, a, what's a VSL for those who don't know? Yeah, so a VSL is a video sales letter. Okay. So we see it all the times when people run ads. If we opt into them and you see a 15-minute video, and it's basically telling you guys about the high ticket offer and getting to your pain points and then you book an application and there's a closer behind the phone call. Got you. The webinar offer is something similar too. It's going to be the same thing, but you get sold on low ticket. And then you watch the webinar, you get sold on something and then you book a call on the sales funnel and then you get sold to high ticket. Are you trying to buy a car, but finding yourself having to jump through hoops just to get approved for an auto loan with a good interest rate? Takeoff Financial can help you restore your personal credit so that your next big purchase doesn't turn into a big headache over what should be a simple process. So click the link above or below this video so that you can schedule a free consultation and see how we can simplify your finances and your life. Okay, so, okay, but now going back to still kind of just finding the client one thing that we you, we kind of touched on it but i want to go in a little bit more is essentially that pitch that you're making right mm -hmm. because essentially you're kind of let's call it cold dming high level entrepreneurs trying to become a closer for their mastermind mentorship course mm -hmm. product whatever the case may be what's the ideal pitch am i coming in and i'm like yo i see that you're doing x i think you could be doing y i'm z like how, how, do, how do you how do you structure that is there like a templated intro that you would give to the audience where it's like yo if you really want to get a high-level entrepreneur's attention and, and get your foot in the door to potentially become a closer for them, yep. say this. Is there something like that? Yeah, so I I would recommend thinking of, like, how would you open up a DM, right, as a business owner. You got to think, all these business owners that we're probably outreaching to are mm -hmm. getting hundreds of DMs, like Facts. I mentioned before. Yeah. So how do you stand out and stick away from the crowd? First thing that you want to do is create um, a selfie video and basically explain who you are. Mm -hmm. Now they get to hear your voice, they get to hear your tonality, and they can see that you're confident enough to sell their offers. So introduce yourself, let them know what you do, how you did it, your sales experience, and then finish off with thank you so much and reach out whenever you can. The next thing that you wanna do is engage with their posts, follow up, right? The first thing that people think is that we could just send one outreach message and get a client to reach back out to us. You got to think these people have hundreds of thousands of followers. You're not the only person sending a DM. Thanks. And if you do have sales experience, it helps you a lot more just mm -hmm. because you have credibility, but just make sure that you're sending out outreach through all the different templates of, you know, DMs, emails, um, or even getting close to sticking or finding out things on their funnels and complimenting them mm -hmm. hey i see that you have all these great reviews you know mm -hmm. i would love to help you get more students to get those type of results mm -hmm. yeah or doing the opposite if you find something in their funnel that's like wrong maybe a typo or something bring that up to them because then okay. that's gonna really get their attention i had something that happened to me because i don't <laughs> i have an appointment setter in my my dms got you so this one dude hit me up and he screen recorded my funnel sent it to me and he was like, Patrick, you have a mistake on your funnel mm -hmm. and here's how you fix it. Mm -hmm. And sent me the link mm -hmm. to the loom. I opened it up, watched it, and I was like, thank you. And then he was like, all right, just let me know when we could connect. Mm -hmm. And then he was trying to sell me on like an ad agency or but something you, like that. But now that it's little things like that, he got my attention. Right. Yeah. 
okay no but the, like once again you know and 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 that's kind of just to also let people know like you know you're not just finna hit up a dude that's already doing 50 to hundred thousand dollars or a woman that's doing fifty hundred thousand dollars sales and think that one dm and boom now you're in the door you're gonna have to hustle a little bit right yeah. you're gonna have to put a little bit of work but that's the hardest part about the business yeah. right and essentially once you in hey you win come you on win. now all righty okay so now another question that i have is right Remember, we're talking to people that are inexperienced or, you know, you know, what new to the game trying to figure mm-hmm. this thing out. Um, I know that a big part of sales is I've heard so many people call it so many different things, whether it, some people call it a sales script. Some mm-hmm. people call it a framework. Some people call it framing. Right. But mm-hmm. um, essentially and you, you guys can dive into it. First off, yeah, what what exactly is a, a, a I don't know if you guys call it a script. Is it called a framework? What, what, what yeah. do you guys refer to it as? Framework. Yeah. Framework. Framework. For those who don't know. Before I ask the follow-up question, what exactly is a framework? Yeah, so a sales framework is essentially like your sales structure. Gotcha. And it just covers a couple of different components in your sales call. Mm -hmm. So like your introduction, Mm. building rapport, asking quality questions, overcoming objections, and closing the call and gaining their commitment. Mm -hmm. So the reason why we don't go off of a sales script Mm -hmm. is because we're not robots, Mm. right? We are going to talk to the receiving end however they need to be talked to, however they need to be catered to. So that's why I don't like using sales scripts and I don't recommend ever even buying like a sales script because I know some people do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you don't want to do that is because every lead that you're going to talk to, they're completely different. You know, they have a different personality. They have a different way of thinking. They have different questions. So there's no way that you can give them a script. Right. Um, because it's just not going to make sense. Right? right. They That's your point as a closer. It's not to be like an automated message. Mm-hmm. It's to mm-hmm. be a human right. and create that human interaction. Gotcha. Yeah, because the lead is coming to us mm-hmm. rather than us going to the lead. So in traditional sales, you do have to have a script. When you knock on a door, you have 15 minutes or not even 15 seconds to get their attention. Right. The thing is, these people already book calls with us. So now we have to treat it like I like to call it a doctor's framework. Because when we're in pain or we need help or, you know, we're we're in sickness, we have to go to the hospital. Gotcha. And we're listening to what the doctor is saying. We give them everything that's going on with our body Mm -hmm. and they're prescribing us you know, medicine to help us and cure us. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We do the same thing in remote high ticket sales. The customer comes to us with their pains, mm-hmm. their goals, and why they want to do this business. And we simply just prescribe them the solution, which mm-hmm. is the mastermind, the mentorship program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like imagine going to the doctor and you have a headache mm-hmm. and the doctor sits you down and says, okay, Marvin. So today I'm going to be checking your stomach. I, like they just give you the script. It's like, right. right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Listen to me. Let me right. tell you what I'm upset with. Let me tell you what I need help with. Mm-hmm. And then tell me what you want me to take. Tell me my prescription. So uh, yeah, that's why I don't. Not, don't not, 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 not a script person. Fra- mm-hmm. Less script, more frame. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. So you talked about the doctor's framework. Is that a, a a framework? Essentially, that approach that you guys take is that beginner friendly? Is that something, that, or is that more for you guys now because you're a little bit more seasoned and you have more experience in your under your uh, yeah. wings? So I would say it doesn't have to be beginner friendly or more advanced. I think it's just something where you have to take these sales calls and actually care for the person on the other line mm. because they're investing a lot of money that they never invested before. Right. But you got to also, they also have to gain your trust to believe that this is the solution that's going to get them to where they want to be 
gotcha. with that business. So I think that's what I like to call it, just okay. because it does help people. And the programs that we're selling to people, it's not just a sale, it's a whole transformation. Mm. Their mindset changes. Right. Um, they believe in themselves. Not only that, they start getting better results, and then they start to thank us even later. Right. It's just the upfront cost that scares them away. Got you, got mm-hmm. you, got you, got you. Okay, okay. So now another another question that I have, you know, kind of going back to just finding a client as a closer, right? Because mm-hmm. essentially, like you said, you're you're the the middleman for for that business. Can you have more than one coach or you know business that you work for? Is that ideal, or should it kind of just be a situation where you find one person, mm-hmm. you service that one person as a closer, and that's it? How does that work? Yeah, so I would say find one person and service that one person. And speaking from experience, I was closing for two different people in two different spaces. Gotcha. So I was closing for Will with e-commerce, and then I was also closing for Benny with wholesaling. Gotcha. And there would be times where I kind of just would forget like whose mm. lead I'm talking to. Mm, right. And I'm like, hold on. Are, are we wholesaling here? Are we doing e-commerce here? I would just forget. Mm-hmm. And so even if you are someone that's like super organized or whatever, and you're like, I wouldn't forget. I I would, you know, have all my ducks in a row. Right. I would say if you can focus on one person and one business owner, you will scale their business up so much quicker than trying to have a bunch of, you know, different like offers yeah gotcha yeah so and and that goes back to like the way we started right just being in all these different lanes of entrepreneurship so find your lane find your business owner and keep on driving there you go one thing that was big for me was when i started working with will um i asked him what his goals were with Mm -hmm. the with with his business right and he said a hundred million dollars oof Oh, Lord. Let so let me set up. Go ahead. Keep going. That gave me no other choice but just to work with Will. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just because we were aligned with the same goals, same vision. And, you know, if I close a deal, we both made money. Right. And that's one of my good friends. So right. it's like, yo, we're eating together. Fact. Regardless of how much I make, regardless of how much you make, let's scale this to the moon because our goal is 100 mil and we're not going to stop. So I always tell people if, you know, if you're trying to find more than one client, then you're not doing enough. Mm. And you're probably not even in a good opportunity if you're trying to find gotcha. another client. Got you. Got mm. you. Got you. What What do you say to the people that say, I want to, I love everything you guys are saying. I want to become a, a closer. I really want to get into the space, but I got a job. Mm-hmm. I got kids. I got all these different responsibilities. Is this a space that you can get into part-time is it is it something where i can work by day and be a closer by night how does that work yeah so if you have a job um you could do this part-time you could be appointment setter or you could be a part-time closer and when i first started this business i didn't believe you know i should go full-time i just wanted to see if it worked (laughs) so my first month of high ticket closing without appointment setting um i spent nine hours a week And my first month of high ticket closing, I closed eight deals Mm -hmm. and made $7,000 in commissions. Off nine hours a week. Nine hours a week. And the thing is, is like, that's more for people that are already have a sales team where you're allowed to put your own schedule in. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just finding that. But if you have kids, you have, I mean, the same thing that you're doing with your job is you got to think about the time that you're putting in and the effort and the outcome. Mm-hmm. Because if you're spending 40 hours a week and making $500, imagine closing one deal on a 30-minute call and making $500. Right. Which one sounds better to you? Hey, man, listen. 
I'm, t- I'm taking that call. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, because like you said, you, you guys have, I believe the name of the company is Closers List, right? Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, what exactly is Closers List? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So we started off Closers List um, and really it was the goal just to impact others. We've, we've done so well with just this one year or less than a year mm-hmm. and high ticket sales. And we just feel like, you know, it was something that people needed to hear about. Mm. High ticket sales is not something that's huge right now. But it's something that's starting to catch on because you're you're starting to see it more on YouTube. Um, and I didn't know what high ticket sales was. I thought it was just sales. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just taking calls. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge in demand skill that business owners are always constantly needing sales closers. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses in general, but in, within the e-commerce or not e-commerce, the e-learning space is mm-hmm. something that's huge mm-hmm. uh, because no one wants to take their own f- phone calls from their leads. Right and when we started this, it was, you know what, let's just do it. Uh, let's just see how it goes. And now we have a couple of students that are making ten to $15,000 a month in commissions. Yeah, one of our first students, we didn't even have anything like figured out. <laughs> Poor girl. But she <laughs> was a nurse, full-time nurse, okay. and was closing high ticket on the side. And she just recently left her nursing career Mm -hmm. to just be a full-time closer. Shout out, Corey. We love you. You're awesome. Um, So, yeah, like, I hope that answers your question. Whatever job you have, you know, Corey was out here saving lives, and now she's closing high tickets. She's still saving lives, right? Right. Um, But... With Closers List, what we actually do is we train people. So we teach people how to find their client. We teach people how to structure their framework and their sales calls and then how to collect their commission. Mm-hmm. We even go a little bit beyond that and we show these closers how they can become entrepreneurs and we help them with creating their LLC so that they can take advantage of like tax benefits. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you are a closer, um, you know, you're, you're 1099 with that uh, client. Mm -hmm. And if you're making a good amount of money, you are going to get taxed. Mm -hmm. So we do teach you how you can save yourself a little bit. Yeah. And not only that, um, in closers list, I like to bring my network to our students. Okay. So that way they're able to take their commissions and invest it into something that will bring them passive income. Mm -hmm. Because with closing, it's all active income Mm -hmm. because it's based off of performance, right? Right. So you get to make a lot of money, but at the end of the day, you're not spending a lot of money going out, right? You're literally not spending any money out. So you might as well find some way to make that money work for you. So I like to bring in the people that I'm around, the events that I go to. I like to invite people to uh, the community just to speak to the students so that way they can learn more. Mm. Uh, Because at the end of the day, just because you're making a lot of money doesn't mean you don't have to to stop learning. Facts. That's mm-hmm. okay. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now my next thing from there is you, you were talking about how, you know, you talked to Will about, you know, his goals within mm-hmm. his business, hundred million, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what are some of the goals that you guys have for closes list? Right. Cause you've mm-hmm. done very well so far, but I'm sure that, you know, you're constantly trying to set the bar to another level. What are some of the goals that you guys have right now for your company? Yeah. So the first goal that I wrote down at the beginning of this year was I want to have the most six, uh, six figure earners okay. in any online program just because I believe it's possible and we were able to do it in less than six months mm. as ourselves, right? Um, and we we have three students of right now that are six-figure students and it hasn't been that long. Um, our goal is obviously to just keep growing. Um, 
within the e-learning space and then eventually just branch out to like actual businesses, brick and mortar businesses, because we realize that sales is just a huge skill in general, Mm -hmm. not just within the e-learning space. Gotcha. Yeah, and we also plan on like throwing events like Funnel Hacking Live where we can honor the students that do hit like 100K in commissions, a mil in commissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're wanting to make this like, I don't, I don't even know, like just yeah. bigger, bigger than the stars, bigger than the <laughs> skies, like just keep on scaling and moving forward. Okay. And, and, and if I'm a, let's say I'm listening to this and I'm a, and I'm an online business coach, business owner, whatever the case may be. And I was interested in working with you guys. How could I go about doing that? Yeah. So what you guys can do is just follow me on Instagram at Patrick H Kim mm-hmm. or Alexis Instagram at Alexis M Celeste. And you could just DM us the word scale. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we're here to scale your business. We're not here to save the business. We're here to scale your business and generate double or three times the amount of income that you're making right now. Beautiful. And and as we get to kind of just start to wrap this thing up, of course, no, you know, like I said, I try and provide the audience as much value as possible. I know you guys said that you had a, a free ebook that you also wanted to offer as well. Talk a little bit about the ebook and also talk a bit about your class as well. Yeah. So with our ebook that we're giving away for anyone that's interested in getting into high ticket sales, mm. we break down how to go from zero to 100K in high ticket sales. We break down how to find your client. Mm. We break down the framework that you can create so that way you have your own art piece of selling on the phone. Uh, We teach you how to scale and build up different ways of just following up with people, breaking objections, um, and just different ways so that way you could start making money. Mm. The thing is with this space is you make money from your first close and all you have to do from there is just keep scaling your calls or keep getting more book calls. So we teach you just different ways to make income just through high ticket sales and how to go from zero to hundred K. Gotcha. And this is, this free. This yeah, is free. free. This, I don't got to pay nothing. Not a no. dollar, not a nickel, not a quarter. Not at all. And for the people that are watching, right, not only are we going to give you guys a free ebook, but we are also going to be giving you guys a free private master class. Okay. Um, it's a two hour long master class with both myself and Patrick, where we'll be breaking down even further, uh, getting more into like the nitty gritty meticulous details. Mm-hmm. So make sure to grab your free ebook as well as your spot on our masterclass training. Got you. And that's, and, and for the, and I don't know if, is this for the ebook or for the webinar for them to text start to, it's t- going to be for both. For both. Mm-hmm. So the number is for them to text start to 206 814 Am I right on that? Correct. Got you. So if you're watching this, if you want a free seat to this class, if you want this free ebook, I love free things. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get as much value as possible. You're going to text start. That S, that's S T A R T to 206 814 That's 206 814 As we get ready to close this thing out, I want I want you guys to leave this thing on a high note. Um, finish the sentence for me. You should not, you could do, it could be either of you or both of you. You should not get into high ticket sales if blank. Mm. You're looking for a handout or you're lazy or you're looking for fast money. (laughs) (laughs) Talk a little bit, talk a little bit about that. Go ahead. Yeah. So of course this is a hustle. This is not a get rich quick scheme. Mm -hmm. This is active income. It's not passive income, which is why we teach you a little bit more on how you can start generating passive. But with sales, it is a hustle. And if you are not willing to put the work in, you are not going to reap the benefits. So 
with high ticket sales, um, something that people that I want people to understand is that this is not a specific system. There's mm-hmm. no specific softwares that are in place for you uh, just to follow along, right? It's all on you. It's your mouthpiece. It's your grit. It's your confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be what gets you to $100,000. Mm-hmm. So if you're lazy, this isn't for you. Simple as that. There you go. There you go. You shouldn't get into high ticket sales if you don't work. There you go. Um, that's the easiest way to put it. Uh, like what me and Alexis always talk about is just having that dog in you. If you don't have that dog, don't don't come to high ticket sales because you have to wake up every single day and be able to, you know, help people. So if you're not willing to help people, you shouldn't get into high ticket sales. If you don't know how to talk on the phone, I mean, pretty much all of us have a phone, but if you don't know how to like really communicate with people and understand people and actively listen to people, mm-hmm. then I don't think you should get into it um, because it is performance based. The reason why we're able to go from 8,000 to 30,000, some of our students doing the same thing is because we're performers. We're not just people that watch from the sidelines. And I think one thing is being driven, right? You have to be driven in this space if you want to see great results. There you go. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if that if that don't do it for you, I don't know what did. I appreciate y'all for coming on appreciate here and giving you. the game on top of game and really just breaking this thing down as it pertains to high ticket sales. And I thank each and every single one of y'all for watching at home. And if you haven't already, come on, man, you already know the drill. Make sure you take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now to slap like the button, tap into the freak masterclass, tap into the free ebook, follow them. And if you're looking, if you are a coach or a business owner, and you're looking to work with them, hit them up on the gram, man, scale in their DMs. You already know what to do. But as always, I'm Marvin Francois, Patrick Kim, Alexis Mai. Y'all have been good we've been great this has been amazing and as always thank you and god bless i'm out peace